0: Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full on LS powered to buggies on
1: stickies. This is the Total Offroad Podcast. I am Steve. And I'm Kyle, and this is another episode. what well, do we decide what episode it is? I think it's technically 165.
0: Okay. Honestly, we don't know this will <laughs> come out. There's a, there's like one in the backlog, and there's one, there's another one, and then there's some other ones, and then some things.
1: So it's either one sixty four or one sixty five. Sure, sounds good.
0: I haven't done anything off-road related except for put my kid in the Jeep since the last time I was on this podcast, but last time I was on this podcast, we got a lot of flack for last week's podcast. Everybody's run their mouth in the trail riders. Yeah. They were we upset. upset them.
1: Yeah. yeah. Apparently we weren't listening to Chris. I guess not. I, I have know. not gotten to that part of the episode yet. I was, Oh, I was streaming you it drove at, for like eight hours. I know I had it going at one and a half times the normal speed just to try and catch up in time. Oh, I <laughs> see. I never got there. You still didn't get there. <laughs> didn't get there. Ah, must have been
0: Rogan holding you up.
1: No, this is really the only podcast I listen to anymore. Oh, that's right. I don't have enough time because uh, my, uh, my wireless headphones have given it up. The old, uh, the old through ones that you had? Uh? Yep. Hmm. The battery lasts about 15 seconds. Sweet. Oh,
0: that's not great.
1: Yeah, something has gone horrifically wrong with them. And for some reason, it just flashes at me hmm. and it doesn't work right. Hmm. So not sure.
0: You should get, you get, is your uh, stereo in the truck? Is it your radio in the truck? Does it do Bluetooth? It does not. Oh no. Should have bought one of them newer models. Should have. Yeah. Should have, could have, would have. I'm telling you. I wouldn't have had to do injectors It's either. very nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true.
0: That'd have been a lot cheaper. <laughs> I'm thinking I got to be getting somewhere close to some spark plugs in mine.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you keep flooring it, it'll be like a dragster every Every time oh, you yeah. do a pull, you got to do a set of spark plugs. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> it's got 16. It's fine. Oh, my God. That's going to be expensive.
0: <laughs> I bet it's less than injectors.
1: Uh, that'll be, you know, a few dollars less than injectors. <laughs> I bet I can
0: do coil packs and everything.
1: You can do the tires while you're at it. Who's going to need those. Yeah. Yeah. Quality parts are expensive.
0: Something about having that much horsepower is just a lot of fun in a pickup.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even that much. Like it's some, but it's not even that much. When I was driving the 2021 GMC, there were days where I was like, you know, it's nice to be able to just put my foot to the floor and go down the highway. Yeah, that one will definitely do that.
0: Yeah, that, it, thing, it is, that,
1: that thing will scoot. Mm-hmm. Wasn't as happy with a trailer though as my truck is, but really? Yeah, it the eighth, ninth, and tenth gear, it just did not possess the power to keep pulling it. It kept hunting for gears. Hunting, yeah. It didn't need to be up that high. But no, I'm sure every time it come, every time you'd like go down a hill, it'd go all the way to 10. And tenth. as soon it back
0: up, did it didn't downshift every single year? It was like, goop, goop, goop. Or was it like just straight back to seventh?
1: No, it would keep jumping. No, oh. it would it would go back down to 10. And then you'd go back up the hill, yeah. start bogging. Mm-hmm. And then it would be like, oh my God, we need to hurry up and get back to 70. And then it'd go, in fifth gear. And then that's what they're made for. Those, those five threes are made to sing. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it was happy at it, you know, at 5,000 RPMs, but the yeah. gas tank wasn't happy at 5,000 RPMs. It was just
0: killing me. fuel. It was
1: like eight miles to the gallon. <laughs> and then on the way home from Iowa, I put it, uh, this was driving out to Iowa for the, uh, winter wheeling trip. And then on the way back it, um, I locked it in seven. So it was sitting at like 2,300 RPM. But even doing that with the engine spinning a little bit faster, it was still getting uh, 12. now. that's dramatic. probably like 10 miles the gallon. Yeah. So we'll see what the truck does now with the trailer now that it's getting the correct amount of fuel. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see what your Duramax does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that should hopefully be pulling a little bit happier. Mo betta. Yeah, it's got to go to the tuner at some point. It's just going to get something to because it's XRG Sportsman injectors that were per Dave's recommendation. Hmm. So it's running, I think, a little bit rich right now.
0: You trusted Dave for injector?
1: I did. Okay. I did. He gave me a good recommendation. I'm like, okay, I'll uh, see, you know, what else there is out there. We'll see how right Dave is. Yeah. And then everybody out there, they're like, go to Merchant Automotive, get exergy injectors. I'm like, well, it was right then, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the the $2,600 price tag for them was less than amazing, but... That's a little pricey. It, I mean, I don't care. The, uh, the whole job was about six grand to do. So it, uh, it got pricey, but yeah. everything from the CP three forward is all new now. So. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry. I'm fiddling again. <laughs> There's going to be noise. I'm going to not <laughs> fiddle on the wood table. You won't, you won't hear that after the edit. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. It'll go away. Thank God. Um, Yeah. So this was all for when, Back in, gosh, I think it was January now, when I went to um, the Tri-State jump Stump Jumpers. You can get this.
0: You're a member. You're supposed to know yeah, it. Yeah.
1: You know, it's. they haven't branded me with it yet. I'm not a forever member yet, uh, like they do in Yellowstone. Uh-huh. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> I think. I don't know. I haven't watched the show yet. But, uh, yeah, so I went out there. We went back to Rich's property to go do some wheeling. That, property and we were all talking about it on the trip i mean it's just so gorgeous out there when it was snowing it was even more gorgeous i didn't think that place could be any more beautiful and then it started snowing the video that you sent out while you were
0: there yeah i was like i'm really jealous because i want to go snow wheeling this this winter and i didn't get to do that so
1: i've never gone snow wheeling before how was it i loved every second of it yes so I had talked to my brother because he lives out in Omaha. So it was very logical for him to meet me there. And I'm like, yeah, come with, do some snow whaling. It'll be fun. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the trip was on Saturday and it was about six hours for him to get there. So I was like, well, here's what we'll do. You go out, get a hotel on Friday, and then you'll be there, you know, bright eyed, bushy tailed Saturday morning. I'll grab you and keep going. Well, then the snow predictions started coming in. And on Thursday, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to join you in that hotel room because towing this down the highway, going to Iowa with a foot of snow on the ground, it's going to be a six-hour trip. Uh huh. So met met him out there, grabbed the hotel, spent the night. Um, headed out to Roadies was the meetup place for that, and it was hilarious because there I I've never met up or done any of the like official trips, so we show up and uh, there's just this. What I thought was a bar, but you know, it was nine in the morning, so (laughs) I didn't know it was a bar and there was a sign out front that said free pussy cats inside, but the cats was very small text. So all you could see from the road was free pussy. Oh, really? Yep. (laughs) And come to find, I took a picture of it. I'm like, this is the, this is absolutely hilarious. And I went back over there. I'm like, he's just got a sign out there. He's like, no, it says cats inside. The snow had blown sideways and blocked off the bottom (laughs) of the sign (laughs) to where you couldn't see what was underneath it. (sighs) Good Lord. Yeah. So we, that's hilarious. We go out there and, uh, nobody's there. Not a, not a single person. Mm -hmm. So I call up Chris, he was having trailer problems, didn't end up making it. No big deal. Um, we were sad to not have you there, Chris. Um, I was sad they didn't get to go. Oh, it was so much fun. Um, and he's like, "Yeah, we're uh, meeting up at roadies. No, you're there, but we're not meeting there till noon." Mm. So went over, grabbed something, and he'd headed started heading over there. At this point, the snow started. Oh, really? For the rest of the day, it never stopped snowing till probably one a.m. on Sunday. That sounds fantastic. The Entire day it was snowing. It was like magical. That sounds awesome. It, it was exactly what I wanted a snow trip to be. So we start heading out there, and my truck wasn't driving at the time. So I had my dad's 2021 GMC Sierra, mm-hmm. 1500, 5'3, you know, whatever. And we start going there. And as we go down the hill to get to Chris's driveway, nothing's plowed, obviously, because this is, you know, backwoods. They'll plow it whenever they have time. Mm -hmm. Um, I start going down the hill and I was rolling a little bit too fast and I go to hit the brakes and the ABS starts going off and we're going 45 down that hill to get to his property. So I looked at Tyler, I'm like, Hey, we're sliding. Um, we're just going to have to find out what's at the bottom of the hill. Mm. I'm not going to try and stop my Jeep on the trailer with a truck.
0: That was going to Chris's or yep. going to. Yeah. Rich's? Going to Rich's place. Yeah. yeah. That was the, the hill right to his driveway. Yep. Ah, yeah, so that's fun. a long grade. It is. And it's good. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I was. So how
0: did you. Apparently
1: you fared okay. So there's a button in all these new trucks that I've never actually understood when the ter- the downhill descent mode. Yeah. I've never used that button for anything other than just messing around with. Uh huh. And I was like, you know what? I wonder what this button actually does in an emergency. And I pressed the button. And it starts pulsing. All the tires go into work. Come mm-hmm. to find out also it was pulsing the trailer. Really? Downhill at a 45. It got me to a dead stop before I got him to, got to his house on an ice slick snow covered road. That's pretty good. Yeah, I was impressed. I, uh, you know, I don't, the newest thing I've ever owned. So were you just holding the brake pedal at that point? I let go of the controls and let it do its thing. Oh. The only thing I did was steer. Shetty, take the wheel. I know. Take the wheels. Yeah. Take the wheels. She take, take the wheels. Take the wheels. Take the trailer. Holy cow. Take it from my hands. I think that's the lyrics. Um,
0: <laughs> that's interesting. So it was pulsing the trailer also. Supposedly. Could, I don't oh. have
1: any, I don't have any data to back did the that trailer. Up. Try to
0: come around you.
1: <laughs> no, it never did. Cause that's why I didn't want to start hitting the brakes. Cause I was concerned <laughs> yeah. it was going to turn this trailer into just a ski. Into a yeah. Yeah. And just huh. take me for a trip.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. So super cool.
0: Okay. So wait now. So you got down the hill. That's pretty easy. Yes. Like that's just inevitable. once yes. You start the next one is getting up Rich's driveway. Didn't even attempt it. Oh yeah. You guys just parked at the bottom. He put I out think an I email saw that. that said, yeah. don't
1: bother. Don't try. You're not going to So where you do guys do park at it. So, along the tree, <laughs> along the tree line. I just pretty much drove off into this, his side, right? As you're like weaving through the trees before you get into the pasture that then goes up the hill. Yeah. I just pretty much turned off on the side. Got where I needed to be, put mm-hmm. it in park. And I said, if we're stuck at the end of the day, we'll deal with it then. Yeah. Because
0: there's going How much snow was on the ground?
1: <sighs> at that point, probably about a foot. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. And you know, these newer trucks, they're so low profile yeah, on the front. I was like, pushing. I don't know if I'm stuck. I don't know if I'm a snowplow right now. So we'll just mm. leave it alone and see if we'll deal with it at the end of the day. I wanted to get my Jeep off the trailer and go wheeling. Because it would. Yeah. Your Jeep will go through it just fine. Yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I unloaded it, no problem, pulled some air out of the tires. Um, and we're like, well, let's see what's going on at the top of the hill. So we booked it up there, said hi to Rich, hung out for a little while as everybody else was showing up, looking at his Jeep, doing, you know, just shooting the breeze. Mm-hmm. Cause we were two hours earlier than everybody else. <laughs> so yeah, uh-huh. caught caught up with him a little bit, said hi to his wife. Um then the rest of the group and I had no idea what to expect. Yeah. So all of a sudden 15 rigs show up. 15 20 rigs. So I'm like, "Oh, cool. This is going to be a this is going to be a whole event." Mm-hmm. So talked about everything, did our pre-trip discussion, you know, put your seat belts on. Um they did a little bit of the tri-state um like meeting getting everything ready to go. Okay. Um and then off to the trails we went. And again, still snowing. So by the time I went back outside, the whole hood was recovered and wow. yeah, ready to go again. I mean, I saw it was snowing good. I
0: just didn't know how good or how long. So it snowed like that big flakes the entire day. All day. Man, that it sounds awesome. Stopped. And a foot of snow. Yep. What did you guys even get to do? Everything. Really? You know, so you guys, you guys were on Rich's property the whole day. Yep. So same place we wheeled for the core.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah. And we went to when the, you sent the
0: video or when you sent the snap out, I thought you guys were back over at, um, Tom's property.
1: No. So I believe I'm really bad with directions. Like yeah. I have no sense of direction on the trail. Cause you guys were in
0: kind of an open area a little bit. I have so, no idea where it was at. So
1: I believe this was the back area that we never saw at core oh,
0: and it a, looked awesome.
1: Well, and you know, the, the snow had created a whole new environment. Mm hmm you know what was easy suddenly became hard and you quickly learned who had a decent tire or not oh yeah bet so we started going and almost instantly cuz i had i think 20 pounds i'm like i'll start high take it down do what we got to do mm-hmm. so we start winding through the trails and i am sliding like crazy and i almost you know i i was probably about a paper's worth from smacking a couple trees I'm like, this isn't going to work. We're going to have to drop out all the air. And so I pull off to the side while everybody's goofing around. Took it down to 10 pounds, I think. Um, And for the rest of the day, those coopers are insane in the snow. Really? Just hooked up all day. I haven't had a chance to play with them in the snow, but I figured they'd be pretty good. Yeah, so when we got to the open pasture where I had a video, and I'll I'll post some of the videos. That way uh, you guys know what I'm talking about, but Mm -hmm. you'll see it in the video. Um, we got up to this hill and I, j- I was more in the front cause I wanted to see where Rich was going see what we had going on. And I'm just driving up this hill, you know, obviously it's cutting through some snow as we're going, but otherwise it just drove right up it. And I look behind us and there's an old J 10, like super rat rotty, you know, building it on a budget mm-hmm. and he is just buried to the floor, trying to get up this hill, just blah, 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 blah. It's wide open. Can cannot get a, a single inch of forward momentum. Really? They ended up having to hook him up. And then the second Jeep that was hooked on him, he's sitting there going bah bah ba bah bah. And they're just that that'll be one of the videos I post is the two of them just absolutely giving her up to hell. <laughs> um
0: I uh I'm trying to think. Um I did use my 40s, my Coopers in snow. And I didn't think about it until you said no for mo- like no forward motion. And when I went up to uh, the cliffs for the last time. Oh, that's right. Because that was about the snow, but it was like ice covered. A slosh run. <clears throat> it was bad. Yeah, it was like Redbird. It wasn't even that. It was like it was frozen because it was only like 20 degrees that day. And um, oh, OK. But uh, I remember trying. I, w- I went and drove up a hill, and then Kenny was trying to come up behind me, and just nothing. Just could not do it. And uh, so hmm. yeah, that re- reminded me of that yeah. So yeah, I have used the Coopers, and they they did work well. That's the last time I've been snow wheeling. That was twenty
1: twenty one. I've noticed that they dig a lot. They do That's, in the it, snow. At least for me, I just in general they it's really. A Baby
0: tire problems.
1: Yes. <laughs> and way too. That thing is really heavy for. Oh, it's size. Yeah. For its mm-hmm. size. Cause the, the rear bumper, you know, it's a full plate bumper with a full spare mm-hmm. steel wheel 33 on mm-hmm. it. And I tried to shed some weight. I took out my little trunk organizer, but unless I start taking out something, it's just going to be heavy. Right. And I think that's one of the reasons it broke so many shafts back in the day is cause it's, it has a weird amount of weight for its size. But where we ended up was that little sand, like half moon crest that we were going up Mm -hmm. towards the beginning of the day. So we started going up that. And the only way to do it was with full commitment. Oh, really? If if you did not back up 20 feet and commit fully, you were not doing it. And I've always had, you know, a pretty light foot. Mm -hmm. And so we're going, I'm backing up rich popped out of his jeep he's like if you don't give her you will not get it Mm -hmm. so i go to go up it. i get halfway up it starts you know jolting back and forth because you're going into the rails yeah and i let off got halfway up got stuck went back down he's like nope that's not good enough you got (laughs) you gotta stay in it so i finally was like if it breaks it breaks so gave it pop end front end popped up as we went over it sat down grabbed and just up it went. Perfect. Yeah. So that, that's when I started getting a little, a little more bold than I usually do. Well, and the the snow though, it's not, you're not as likely to break stuff. Cause it's not coming down on a rock where it's going to hard yeah, stop it. Typically. Typically. Yeah. Cause the more people went on it, the more it was getting dug out. Um, we had this really, really well put together. I know a lot of people aren't really the overlanding thing, but this thing was gorgeous. J ten or I'm sorry, Gladiator. It had, you know, all of the the roto packs, fuel cans, the really nice wheels, mild lift. It must have been I don't know two inches. Um, but he was out there to have fun with it. So he kept trying to get up the hill, get up the hill, and he just wasn't committing for long enough. And he just absolutely <laughs> rutted this thing out. Cause every time he'd go up, his breakover angle was bad. So he was just oh, gouging yeah. out the top of it. Yeah. So it just kept on making his breakover angle even worse. Yep. Just making it worse and worse and worse. And finally he's like, I don't think it's happening. So that's he a, backs
0: off. And that's the problem I was having when I would, when I wheels, when I put the front wheels in the air is that that was straight up and then just a straight 90 at the top, basically. Yep. And so I just kind of kept pushing. I was trying to, I was trying to use the front diff in the bottom of the Jeep to carve that angle over.
1: Yeah, to give you yeah. the, the clearance. Yeah. That's and, what I was trying to do. And that was at where? Over at Badlands. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very nice. So, yeah, it was... Uh, that hill was uh, quite the interesting experience. We we played around there a lot. Um, There's a little valley off to the side, so we were going back and forth in that. Is, am I it thinking out. about
0: this right spot? This is a spot just... I think it would be... North of the pasture. Like, yes. So just just to the right of where Brendan lost breaks.
1: The other side of the hill. Oh. Yeah. Because I don't know where you guys are at. If you're going. It's not where the little sand hill was at. If the building is, if his house is behind you Mm -hmm. and you're looking out into the pasture on the left side. Uh, We drop back down over there.
0: Oh, back where you guys drove, where we like, you drove over the railroad, the railroad tracks
1: over the little yes. railroad guy yeah, 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 through yeah. the gate. Yeah. yeah and then that, that little was back sand in the thing was back there. I guess I don't remember now. Yeah. Like I said, I have a horrible sense of direction. I just,
0: it, <laughs> and it, honestly, I don't even know which way anything faces over there anyway. Yeah. I should, because the, it's pretty easy. The sun was setting. Wasn't the sun setting straight out from the pasture?
1: yeah which makes me think that the left is north hang i've got his address saved let me see
0: yeah so the pasture would be straight west looking out into the pasture from like uh where his driveway turns i don't know. 1600, 1600
1: pennsylvania avenue let's see <laughs> no it was the north side
0: did you just put his address on on the internet
1: no no that's uh that's the white <laughs> house address <laughs> <laughs> i well, like it i it like how be. you have
0: that memorized
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it used to be a joke when oh you know what it was to the south i'm sorry it was like past where his let me um, see show me on the thing so there's his property yeah we were right down there
0: let's see here
1: oh it was just just south East of his property, right down. Well, I guess we're still on his property, but southeast of the pasture.
0: Oh, there's okay.
1: It used you to be a joke. south. Oh, that's down where that ravine was at. Yeah. Yes. I got yes. you.
0: I got you. That's where there That's where that was right after Brendan had his boo boo. Mm-hmm. We went down there. Yep. We're that you like, give us some flat ground for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we Everybody need to not be a shook up I got you. I was thinking about right off of the driveway, right there at that thing.
1: Ah, or no, yes. not that
0: thing. That thing. Yes. Right? Yeah, because that, that sand, know.
1: that little sand climb right there was uh nothing but snow. Yes. I bet. Until we dug it out and then it was old sand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was yellow snow. Yeah. It was tan snow. <laughs> don't eat it. <laughs> um man, I I love the idea of snow wheeling.
1: Yeah, I Just, mean, uh, everything I thought it was going to be, it wasn't. It wasn't? So. <laughs> what did I, you think it was going to be? I did not think I was going to have the grip that I did. Oh, I got you. Which I'm sure if it was, you know, like five feet of snow. Well, yeah, be, you wouldn't move. I'd be digging in rather than floating. Right. So that uh, might be maybe. a different story. Obviously, we're never going to see that around
0: here. But I mean, here. honestly, if you look at the guys in the up in the Pacific Northwest, Like when they're going through like three, four feet of snow, like they float a little bit, but they just mostly like doze it out of the way.
1: Yeah. They're just plowing the
0: whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sometimes you'll see them floating a little bit, but I think the snow, they're super fluffy.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and Chris kept saying like, cause I've always known it as the lower, the better. Mm. And uh, Rich was like, well, you know, that's true. But the problem is you don't have bead locks, so if yeah. you if you start sliding and you turn, you're gonna blow that bead lock off, or mm-hmm. you're gonna blow that bead off. Right. And so later on, we kept moving on, and we went up this hill. Um. Again, I wish I. We dropped down into this little ravine, then you had to go back up, mm-hmm. and Rich started going up, and I think he got a little too squirrely because he started sliding to the left he was out of the tracks and basically just hanging off like a miniature cliff going <laughs> like a 20 foot drop into the ravine. Oh. So he just from what i could see from where i was it was like okay stop pull the cable out cuz i'm not going to dig my way up this hill. Right. And going backwards means a lot of damage. So they they hooked up on him, drug him up there. So everyone was taking their turn. So you drop down into this ravine and it was a pretty aggressive drop off. And then you loop back up. When you go back up, it's the same kind of thing where you're in the ruts. So you're kind of riding on rails. So as you're going up, it's the same thing. You are buried to the floor trying to get up this thing. And that's where one of the other videos is of me just absolutely going nuts. <laughs> I got to the bottom. I mean, I, you know, I, you know, I was feeling it. I was having fun. It wasn't breaking. It was behaving. I'm starting to trust what it can do more now. So we're at the bottom and my brother looks at me. He's like, you're going to have to full send it. Otherwise we will not get up this hill. So I'm like, well, let's see what happens. Do the first one. I didn't full send it. Got about three quarters of the way up and it felt okay. So I was like, okay, we'll back down and then we'll do it again. Got to the bottom first gear, buried it to the floor and just went nuts. Which I know my definition of going nuts is a lot different than like Dave's bouncer going. On it. So just a little bit. Yeah. Sent, sent it up the hill, got like just so close. It was right at the top, but it wouldn't grab. And so I was working the wheel a little bit. The tire started bouncing and I'm like, okay, we're stuck. So I went like an eighth of an inch back and rich was like, you're not going to get it from right there. And I just bumped the throttle and just went, whoop went right up. Oh really? It was perfect. I, I, I had a grin on my face going ear to ear. My brother was happy as a clam in the passenger seat. It was a super fun line. Uh, that's interesting
0: that it's interesting that, uh, I guess I'm trying to recap a little bit what you said there. So you're talking about rich hanging off the cliff. Yes. And, uh, that man knows no fear at, on his property.
1: He, you know, Holly always has this seat time over anything mantra. I mean, he does not have the biggest Jeep. He does no. not have the most expensive Jeep, but he built that exactly for what he needs it to do. And he knows that thing so well. I think he has been wheeling for like 20 years. I mean, he, he knows exactly how that thing is going to behave mm-hmm. in any situation. For the most part, it
0: seems And like, yeah, yeah, like even when he like rolled it on its side, when he was doing that, um, ravine at core, he just kind of, was like, man, can you guys get me off this? I got a stick in my leg. There's like, (laughs) you just just chill. Like that was the only reason he was done. Yeah. was because of the stick. Yeah. The stick. He's like, I can't get the stick out of my leg. So can you move me?
1: Yeah. I mean, without me, you know, sounding like I'm fanboying Chris too, or uh, I'm sorry, rich too much. Um, I mean, he is just such an incredible Wheeler. It's amazing to watch. I, I had the, you know, I got to sit in the passenger seat with him, um, at the Jeeps on the mountain event and just watching him work. It's amazing. I'd love to see him outside of his element. Yeah. Like in a, in a
0: different area. Yeah. An environment that he's not used to. used to. Yeah. And see if he's probably, I I feel like he's still probably just as chill. Yeah. Like still just as cool as you cucumber. like,
1: Oh yeah, no big deal. And there, there was but a, that may just be seat time. You know, a lot of, a lot of wheeling time. Yeah. Years. He's got a lot of miles on the trail yeah. and they, they posted a vi- uh, photo complete off road did the other day saying, um, I forget exactly what it was. It was like, what? is some advice you would give some new wheelers. Oh yeah. And the, what I, I put on there with rich in mind, I was like, you need to find a spotter that you trust. Mm-hmm. 100%. You know, cause when we were out there, he was just so confident of like telling me what to do. I'm like, I'm going to just take a leap of faith on him. Mm-hmm. And there was one particular obstacle where I was about to rip off my fender. Cause I was in this little, like, undercut the only way to get up it was to give it a bump to get the rear end to you know jump up and over and he's like so this is what's going to happen you're going to floor it the rear end is going to bounce and then once you get up it's going to shift to the right and then you're going to walk right up it Mm -hmm. i didn't see that happening i saw me bouncing going straight into the side and crushing my fuel (laughs) or i was on the right side so it would have been like my my antenna the the whole fender mess up the flare and just crush it and so I was like, okay, I'm going to trust you rich. And I floored it. It bounced, went to the right and walked right up it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Perfect. So, um, yeah, good spotter is,
0: is key in four wheeling. If you can get anybody that's, that knows kind of how your rig works and kind of knows your driving style. Yeah. Like super helpful. Matt and I used to, when we wheeled together all the time, we could spot each other pretty well. Um, we did a lot of like te- like technical stuff, put ourselves in kind of some technical situations where you had to like find your footing type mm-hmm. deal. And I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's that or that I can just kind of see what should, you know, what may work. It's like, I'd say like 80% of the time I can usually look at a line and say, yeah, that's going to work or no, that's not going to work. That sort of thing. Every now and again, I do mess it up, you know, or I'll have somebody step in and go, that's not going to work and they'll give me a different line. Mm-hmm. And that in their line will work um but uh but yeah, having somebody that's outside the rig that can see where you need to put that tire or what you're doing wrong, like I was watching a guy the other day and he was trying to get up a rock, and he was kinda like stuck on it, and he was in a pretty good size rig and he had forties on it and he had a six two in it, and um it was a it was a pretty well built rig, and he was just hung up on rock. it was a super simple obstacle, it was mostly on flat ground, yeah, really. But it's just one rock holding him up. And I could see that the Jeep was trying to pull a certain direction. Is like, going to pull and go up over the rock. Mm-hmm. But he was steering against it. And I, I was just like, driver. And as soon as he started pulling driver, as soon as he started to turn driver, just whoop, popped right over it. I was like, yep. But, like, his buddy was spotting him, but he didn't say nothing about it. He didn't say nothing. And I was kind of, like, just sitting there kind of waiting, you know, watching what was going on. Yeah,
1: not wanting to intervene. Yeah, I didn't want
0: yeah, to intervene. It's kind of like, yeah, let them do their thing. And then... After watching him do that and his buddy started walking the other side, I'm like, just driver. He he started turning driver and then hop right over it. Like, yep. It's just all about looking like knowing what that, yeah. knowing why you're not getting traction. Like, what is the cause here? Why is it not getting the traction it needs? You know, and what
1: does it want?
0: Yeah. And like, what's the tire placement? What is, yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to change to get the tire placement and get the, the traction needed to get up the obstacle or whatever? You know what I mean? And like it's just little things sometimes.
1: The RC cars, ever since I started playing with those, yeah. have given a really fun insight on that. Because when oh, I really? go, when I go to Crawler Canyon mm-hmm. in um Rockdale. Mm-hmm. How far is Rockdale from you? Uh about an hour. Okay. Just if if I Is if it straight I, west, where's it at? Uh from me, southeast. So I have to go oh. east on 90 and then south on 355. Southeast? Yes.
0: I should look that up. How close is that to me then?
1: It shouldn't be terrible. Yeah, probably like two hours. Hmm. You type in crawler canyon. Crawler canyon. Yes. In Rockdale, Illinois. For all your crawling needs. Crawler.
0: Not, not, how you spell crawler? Because they've
1: they've got an old, a whole indoor like playground in there. And it's really, because I have a little RC Jeep and it's fun to, you know, go up a hill and say, okay, I'm hung up on the belly. How is this going to respond? to my inputs oh, okay. and you can kind of take some of that and transfer it up to the full scale. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It transfers pretty well.
0: Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's perfect. Oh my God. I could take 47. What am I take up there? I'll take a 115 Oh, okay. Interesting. It's not the way I would have thought you would take to get up there. So that's Southeast of you. Yes. What are you, straighten Like,
1: where are you? I'm at- so west, because I'm basically Rockford. You are? I'm about no uh, 40 minutes east of Rockford.
0: Where are you at in relation to, like, uh, um, Elgin? Right next door. To the west?
1: Yeah, I'm slightly north of Elgin. Oh, okay. But for all intents and purposes, it's like a five-minute difference.
0: Really? I didn't know you were that far over. Wait, are you in Streamwood or Sleepy
1: Hollow? Sleepy Hollow. Where's that at? You're never going to find it unless you like zoom it, in a bunch. It's such it doesn't a small. Show up. <laughs> it's such a small town.
0: No, that town doesn't exist.
1: Sorry. It's it's Mayberry in a in a Chicago area. Oh, I got you.
0: That's interesting. Um so anyway, yeah, that's a that's a trip for you. That's a trip all the way down through or- uh, Aurora and everything. Yep. You know, I I used to I like, enjoyed the rock crawling. I think at this point if I was going to get back into RC rock crawling, I would just buy
1: a rig. Yep. Basically ready to run. Someone that's already put all the money into it.
0: Something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just
0: buy something that's kind of ready to run. So I don't have to mess with it. Yeah. That seems silly, but like, I seriously don't have the time right now. Yeah. I mean, that's the I love doing it.
1: I mean, I, I spend so much time in the winter playing around with that, just trying to tune this thing to perform better.
0: Okay. We got, we got Kyle to get closer to the microphone. I'm, you I'm, in, be. I'm in the microphone. Okay.
1: It so. was fine. I just, you know,
0: I, was, yeah, no, no, you're I like the, I like the crisp clearness of being closer to the microphone. So do I. Sorry. We're changing topics. Anyway, back to RC. So you spend a lot yes. of time during the winter working, tweaking
1: performance of the RC car. Cause I don't, I don't have a garage to put my Jeep, like my actual Jeep inside yeah. in the winter,
0: but you, you can just put your, your rig on the table. Yes. Yeah. I can just so, tinker with that for hours. I don't know if we've discussed this on this podcast or not.
1: Have I ever talked about my RC car addiction? I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. That's Maybe odd. when RC, which actually, you know what? I'm going to plug this real quick. RC Fest? RC Fest is going on again <sighs> this year. Mike and I were basically the only ones from the podcast last year, and it'd be kind it of fun. a bummer. Yeah. Fun to have everybody else did showing you know, up. Did you know because of that event, I get my blood drawn every 56 days? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't donate blood because of allergy shots. Oh, really? Never had my blood, my blood taken. Oh, I'll be darn. Yeah, kind of sucks. I'd like to, you know, help out, but yeah, unfortunately, cannot. Let's see. Let me find this RC Fest. RC Fest twenty twenty three. It's honestly a bunch of fun. Oh my god! It, wait, is this the same one? Here we are. It is July twenty ninth and the thirtieth. It's a Saturday and a Sunday. You and don't have to take any time off. It's in Tuscola, Illinois, and it's honestly a ton of fun. If you have any kind of RC car, there's an event to come mess around with it. Here's what's even crazier. Horizon RC Fest.
0: Oh. <laughs> both, both called the same. June 9th and 10th, Monticello, Illinois at Eli Field. So they're doing planes and trucks as well. Interesting. I yeah, th- that know happens every on. year. That they have, They do both every year. Oh. Um, Horizon hosts this one. Um, And then... Because I believe Adam that runs
1: yeah. our fest works for Horizon. I think uh, that's who he works like for.
0: Yeah. He used to work for... Mm. Was it Horizon? Maybe it was Horizon. I don't remember. Anyhow. Um, yeah, I'm
1: going off the rails again.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Their rock crawl course looks legit.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's legit. I don't know. That's just
0: a stock photo that they, they kind of in there. Yeah, whatever, I don't but, know.
1: Well, maybe I'll have to um, make a trip for
0: that. It's like a, I don't know if I'd call it a rock crawl course, but it's like a trail. It's like a trail course. They should have more
1: resources than Adam. Adam builds everything
0: from scratch.
1: Yeah. He really, I mean, he, the, the weekend after this past year, they were yeah. already rebuilding the ramps and yeah. getting it ready to go.
0: Uh, rcfest.net is where you'll need to go to find Adam's event in
1: Tuscola, Illinois. Yeah. I mean, if you have RCs, bring them out. If you don't, Come hang out anyway, because last year it was just Mike and I. And as much as I like hanging out with Mike, mm-hmm. we need some more people there. It's more fun. Um, so I might bring the army truck
0: out to that this year. You're going to like this story, I think, if you've not heard this story. You never heard how I sold a Jeep to acquire my first RC car? No. Really? Never heard that story. I would think that you would have like remembered that if I was talking about it on the podcast. Yeah. So years ago, uh, I was still living at my old house. In fact, probably two years before we moved to there. So I'd say like circa 2011, maybe 12, probably not, probably 11. Anyway, I had a 1989 Jeep Cherokee Laredo. Ooh. That I picked Fancy. up for a screaming $600.
1: Yeah, back when you could buy a Cherokee for $600. I
0: think that's still- what I paid for it. Maybe it was six or four. I don't remember. Either way, it was clapped <laughs> as fuck when I got it. So the, some <laughs> kids picked it up for 300 bucks, and then they beat on it, um, jumping railroad tracks like that. They couldn't get a title for it. Came from California. The guy brought it back over, moved or brought it here when he moved here. And then he kept it in his garage and it didn't really do anything with it. Some kids bought it for like 300 bucks, no title. And Basically, just beat the brakes off it. Another kid acquired it and put a four and a half inch lift on it and did not finish putting the lift on it. And then, um, and then like it had everything was there, it just wasn't bolt checked essentially, at least not completely. Um, and then it had a set of uh 311050 boggers on it. Interesting, yes. So, is a black, sun faded laredo i got pictures somewhere um and so i bought the i bought this thing clapped out i brought it home i trailered it home because it wouldn't hardly run i think it needed a battery threw a battery in it fired it up seen run okay kids like oh it's got an overheating issue uh when they jumped over the tracks it pinched the transmission lines i'm like yep that's super common and so it had no trans like had no atf in it and so i went through cut the transmission lines where they're broke put new rubber hoses on there real quick just put some um hose clamps on it like that's the quick fix for that
1: yeah just to get it moving yeah
0: well that's the quick permanent fix it's got a four and a half inch lift now so it's never gonna touch again oh yeah i mean that's how mine's and, set up so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh i i did that to it and i just had it at my grandparents house uh, where my cousin had his garage at and would go over there from time to time and work on it um i'd fire it up and let it run for a little bit it seemed to run okay it was an 89s Renix, um seemed to run fine i pulled out in the street and just like just stand on it and it would just smoke those fuck those boggers. No problem. Jeez, Posse. <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's cool. They were all the shit. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, ended up, um, it was over, he pulled it over to down to Matt's house. So my buddy, Matt, who I've talked about several times on here, he lived two doors down. So I drove it down to his place one night and like, yeah, well, let's go, f- you know, let's pull this out. Of here. It's probably a, a thermostat or something stuck, closed, whatever. So pulled it down there. Wanted to find out what was wrong with it. Um, cause he'd let it run for a little bit and then it, all of a sudden it would, the temp would start creeping up. The runnics curse. Ah, uh, so took it down there and, um, it had like 210, 220,000 miles on it. I think I mean, it was like 220,000 miles on it. Took it down to Matt's house and went to pull, uh, the thermostat. So I pulled a little radiator hose to drain the fluid out and I pulled the hose. It goes drip, drip. Oh. The hose, the only fluid left in the thing was left in the neck, in the the little oh, like no. neck of the radiator. <laughs> couldn't burn like, it off. <laughs> well, gee, I wonder why it was overheating. <laughs> yeah, hey, you'll get that on these bigger jobs. <laughs> so, I was already there. Pulled the thermostat housing, checked all that. Put a new thermostat in it. Uh, put the hose back on. Filled it with fluid. Never overheated again. Perfect. <laughs> so um, I ended up pulling the boggers off. Put a set of uh, of BFG. Uh, all terrains on it that I had gotten for like 80 bucks at tire barn. When I was working there, they were like uh, takeoffs off a pickup truck or something like that. Oh yeah. They're perfect. They're like, they still had like 60% tread it was stupid. Yeah. I had the ton of tread on them. Yeah. Rich so, people. I don't know something. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> I got to pull off a set of BFG all terrains and just trash them. Um. So anyway, I put those on there and drove it for a while and it was good. Like it, like it's a great little Jeep. I put a break, I had they pulled the carpet out. I put an old new carpet, like not new. I went to the junkyard, got carpet, washed it, put it in there, uh basically redid the interior, made it like nice and stock again. And um one day I'm driving home and all of a sudden this thing just develops as a death wobble from hell. And I was like, oh shit. And so I get out and start checking. Track bar came loose at the frame, at the Ooh. at the frame bracket. I was like, fuck. So I tighten it back up and then I limp it home. And from that day forward, I could never get it to stop death wobbling.
1: We needed no a new steering what. stabilizer, obviously. I f-
0: <laughs> don't know. I feel like I changed the stabilizer. I tightened the track bar back up and everything. Like it was tight. I had no noticeable movement. Right. And uh, but whatever. So to get to the RC story, yes. I tell you that story to tell you this story. My buddy Andrew wanted the, wanted that Jeep real bad. Like man, I want that Jeep. I want the Jeep. I ended up to get rid of the death wobble. I ended up putting on the uh, Nissan 350Z wheels with street tires, and that fixed it. Ah. So street tires for the win. Uh, so running around some 350Z 18-inch wheels on my lifted Cherokee. Oh my God! White letters. Uh so I, um, he wanted that Jeep real bad. He hits me up one day. He's like, "Sell me your Jeep." I'm like, "Okay." And I think I think I wanted like 1,200 bucks for him, something like that. And, um, he wanted to buy it, but what it was, he's like, let me give you, he's like, let me buy it on payments and I'll give you an RC car as a, as a down payment. And I'm like, what? Oh, sorry. There's a little more to that story. It had no title. Remember me me mentioning that? Had no title. Andrew had a 92, uh, Jeep Cherokee. That the entire transmission tunnel was gone, rusted, completely gone. Oh God! And so he was like, he was parting it out and getting rid of everything, and he knew that I was in need of a title, and he was taking this to a scrapyard anyway, just cutting it up, taking it to a scrapyard anyway. And so what we ended up doing was making an eighty-nine ninety-two hybrid. Mm. As in, I went down there and grabbed a couple of VIN tags since everything was pulled apart. Yeah, grabbed all the VIN tags. And then took them back and installed them into the eighty nine. Just swapped them over and put it. In, and now I have a matching title.
1: Perfect. <laughs>
0: it's the way to do it. It is the way to do it. And then I went and got the title, like put in my name, and then end up selling it back to him. And he put the title back in his name. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, ended up he's like, I got this axial wraith that I will trade you. Um. For this Jeep, like uh, as a, as a down payment, basically. Like, I was like, oh, I don't know. I kind of like, I don't know. I don't need yeah, an RC do I car. Need this I, don't need yeah, I don't need an RC car. And so then he tells me about it again. So I look it up. He did this for a couple of weeks. He was trying to get me to buy this thing. And uh, so anyway, I ended up taking the deal and he gave me that. And then he ended up with that Jeep. He ended up putting a one ton steering setup on it, a, completely different track bar system and all that he did everything he could to that front end still never got rid of the death wobble really yeah interesting because I pulled the 350z wheels back off of it before he before he took it so I must have put those all trains back on it I think Um, and so I don't know if he ever ended up sorting that out or not but then he had a buddy that ended up buying it from him also and uh, so I bought I got this axial right I'm like, oh, this seems kind of cool. And then it commenced. I caught the bug. And that's how it starts. That's how it started. It was bad. It was real bad. I went from having no RC cars to having probably a dozen RC cars, a couple of planes, a couple of boats, all within like six or eight months. Oh, it happens quick. Oh, it was quick. Yeah. yeah, there was no, like, there was nobody
1: telling me not to, and it was wintertime. And you don't know how much you're spending until it's too late. It's kind of like when I did the front no, axle like on trickle my thing. Yeah. It's like, hey, you it's know, a set effect. a set of tires for this thing's only 40 bucks. I'm a couple hundred bucks those. here, a couple hundred bucks there. Yeah. And all of a sudden <clears> you've spent <throat> 5,000 on the a, a, uh, Dana 30 axle. <laughs> I don't know how you did that. I don't either. I mean, I can show you the price breakdown, but I don't know how I did that. <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: it's disgusting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I ended up getting into that. So at our old house, we had a basement and there was a room down in the basement that had a workbench in it, uh, a little workbench and like a, a pegboard wall on it. Yep. And stuff like that. And I never really used it for anything until I got some machine cars. I'm like, oh shit, that's a perfect it's spot. really
1: great to stay organized with it those pegboards.
0: Fantastic. Yes. I had axial shit all over the place.
1: <laughs> yeah. um,
0: Slot and Wing, the local RC shop, they. uh, I started going there about three or four months before they had their big moving sale. So they were mm-hmm. moving from one building to another. And so they were f- like fire sailing everything.
1: Yeah, get rid of it so we don't have to move it. Exactly.
0: And so Slot and wing being the local shop, they get the uh, scratch and dent boxes from all of the local hobby manufacturers. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know this, but we are the Harvey, hobby manufacturer capital. Of the Never nation. knew that. Yeah, found like, that out recently. Like 75% of our cars are made in this town in this town. Yeah, right here. It's stupid. Yeah. Great Great Plains is right over here. And then um we used to Spectrum. Spectrum used to be here. Axial was here. Cause Axial's in Cali now. And Horizon's here too. Horizon's isn't it? here. Yeah. low seas here because of horizon. But before that, before that, like merger, mm-hmm. there was something else. There was another RC manufacturer here and then they merged. I don't remember who it was now. It was a uh, hobby
1: co hobby co hobby co right? I heard of her. I know Mike's currently like screaming at his yeah, phone. I think he probably is screaming because I don't know the, the history answer. as well. Yeah.
0: Pretty sure before horizon, it was hobby co there was hobby co shit. Um, but anyway, I don't even think that's gonna pop up. Hobby Co. Australia. Oh. That's not it. Hmm. Anyway. Um so there was they get scratch and dent. So slot and wing gets all the scratch and dent shit. And so you go in there. And, you know, scratching it comes in on Wednesday or whatever. Well, it's wintertime. I didn't have a I didn't It wasn't working.
1: Right. I you was, could go there at eight in the morning and go. I could,
0: yeah. Well, I think it came in like, like 10 or some shit on Wednesday. And so I would go in at 10 on Wednesday when they unloaded that shit. And I would get to rifle through some of the fresh stuff again. Well, they buy that shit in bulk. And so there's no pricing. They just look at it and go, I don't know, three bucks. And, yeah. You know, as long so as that, they get
1: their money's worth for yeah, the crate. That's all yeah. that's important.
0: I had a light kit for the Wraith came like one day, a light kit for a Wraith came through, um, just oh. boatloads of axial, uh, all the little links and like, uh, washer spacers and all that stuff. That stuff would come through all the time. Gosh. Yeah. All the, like the little anodized parts. Yeah. Tons They're of those. So cute. Like you just, just, it was ignorant. And then they get in like, uh, scratching in or discard or, um, items so like one time some clearance planes came in so I bought a couple of those uh I bought a uh V bottom king of shaves
1: uh race boat
0: I want to try I want to I
1: try I don't know if I'd get any use out of the boat I sold that one I want to build an RC plane do you they look like so much fun and you can get like a turbine kit. It's an electric mm-hmm. turbine engine. Mm-hmm. And those look like a lot of fun, like build a big carrier or something. That'd be awesome. It's the, a pipe uh, dream. I got too many it, other things going on. It's a pipe on. dream. Um, I, I, still I, have, bought, I bought another vehicle, so yeah. that's going to take up my time. If you want to hear about that, come talk on the Patreon.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that on the Patreon. Yeah. the uh, I had a V B-bottom <clears throat> King of Shaves, and I ran that a little bit on say it was 3s pretty sure on 3s it was pretty legit
1: yeah i know probably most like, of those guys that's like 30, that's the starting hour.
0: point is 3s on i those. think so maybe it's an older it was an older king of shaves and then uh i then after that acquired a king of shaves catamaran and i
1: still have Ooh. that
0: that's at the house
1: you'll have to bring that to our fest this year yeah
0: i had i had so there, much there's a shit. lake there's a lake where we're at this year i bought a four a uh, Traxxas Vortec, which is a nitro, um, not a carpet racer, but it's like a, I don't want to call it a touring car, but that's kind of what it is. Yeah. It's a nitro all wheel drive car with aluminum chassis. I bought that mm. minus the motor. So it didn't have a nitro motor on it. I've never owned anything nitro.
1: I did. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hated those My cousin those had all things. nitro.
0: Yeah. My cousin had a um, an HPI. What do you have? When
1: I was in I middle school, I, remember, I had I a nitro buggy and yeah. I sold that thing last year. Oh, really? Because it just sat in a corner. Did it lock up? No, I could never okay. get it to run just right. Because yeah. when I first bought it, I didn't know how to tune carburetors. So much tuning. Yeah. And every it's time just, you
0: fire them up, you got to tune them.
1: I mean, as a kid, you know, I didn't want to deal with it. I wanted yeah. to start it and drive it. And the thing is, is that back then that the battery world was
0: shit. Yes. Yeah. You buy our, our battery powered RC car, you get 15 minutes of runtime and then you get a 45 minutes to an hour of charging. Right.
1: So you're done in 20 minutes as a kid. Yeah. You don't want to deal with. Yeah. That. It
0: sucks too. Um. So I bought this four tech chassis and this is like scratch and dent bullshit. I bought the four chassis for like $20. Um. It had everything there. All the, everything was there. It just needed wheels and it needed uh, a motor basically. And then in the, Also, scratch and dent section, I found a uh, Valenian, tractious Valenian um, brushless motor combo with ESC. And so I bought Mm. that. Old school brushless. Those are fun. Stuck that fucker. I wasn't that old. This was 2012, probably.
1: It is wild (laughs) what the RC world looks like from then 10 years ago. Oh, really? I mean... Did you ever, ever or did you ever go do any of the short course stuff or no, anything like that? I didn't get to. So back I had in the, some. I had a short course, but I, didn't I mean back in the day, you know, you had the liquid crystal receivers. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't have more than six people yeah, with the remotes <clears throat> on at the I same never, time. I never dealt with that. That was before my time. Yeah. So I mean, back then there were six remotes on, and yeah, there would be someone running the short course, and all of a sudden the thing would go right off to the side and slam into the wall and they're like who turned on the remote because oh, someone had a better you know reception <laughs> yeah. and broke the car oh i mean man. you fast forward to now we go to these rc crawler 100. events yeah i mean there's like seriously 20 mm-hmm. rcs running at once yep no twenty rc's running at once another 20 that are tuning upstairs and not a single person is interfering with one another yep it's the craziest thing it's in amazing. the world and statistically it'll ne- You'll never. Yeah. The frequencies, they say it's like a one in a million shot that you will really, that you will receive someone else's signal. Wow. Cause they're just that, that finely tuned at this point. You'll never know. Yeah. Um, remember when we so were talking about snow wheeling is a while ago. Yeah. Did we finish ago. that story?
0: I don't think we did. Oh shit. I thought
1: we finished eh, the story. Whatever. If you guys want to know about my snow <laughs> wheeling, feel free to hit me up. I'll post some pictures of it. Oh, it shit. was a lot of fun. If you guys want to come hang out with the stump jumpers, I will happily. I thought, I thought you finished that story. Yeah. Dude, we whatever. We wrap it up. I don't think we did. Whatever. We could go back to it. Nah, it's all I'll right. I'll just piece it all together. Uh, that's okay. Oh. It ain't no thing. How did we get onto RC cars? Because <sighs> I was talking about how RC cars interact or how they respond uh, on the trail compared to a full size? Because that rig. was a spotter thing.
0: Yes, I uh, see. I thought we were off it because you were talking about rich eh, a spotter. I went
1: wheeling. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> you know, they're going to be upset again. Yeah, they're always upset with yeah. me. So see, okay, ooh, all right, here we go. You ready for yeah. this? They're always upset with me. Yeah. So would you say that I'm the most trail hated? You could be. Probably not. Probably just the most like <laughs> trail
0: the. <laughs> trail riders hated.
1: They they made the face, you know, Dustin and Chris and all them. They have the the trail hated page. I forget who it was I messaged. I think it was Dustin. Mm. And I said, "Boy, the amount of shit that I get in that Patreon chat. It's almost like I'm the most trail hated."
0: Yes. <laughs> you are the So bang. I got
1: so I got my stickers. Yeah. Maybe all they they made the little, you know, trail rated uh-huh. Stickers that come with on the JLU's and all that—they made one that says "Trail Hated." How big is it? Have you seen it? It's like a one inch, oh, it a one inch guy. sticker. I mean, if if you stick it on there and yeah. it drove past, you'd think it was the. It's trail rated inch is two inch, like normal. It's probably two inch. Yeah, it's probably the same size. Yeah. As the trail rated. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You'd think it was a normal trail rated sticker. Yeah, like you
1: wouldn't know any better. I need a
0: pair of those for the old uh,
1: Liberté. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was laughing about that the other day. I'm like, boy, the Dana 30 axle. I think I'm the most trail hated. <laughs> nah, yeah, surely not. Well, you want to do some do some Patreon Patreon? Stuff? Yeah, yeah. We'll talk more about RC stuff over there. Yeah, and I'll tell you guys about the vehicle I just bought. If you give oh, if yeah. you if you give a damn about it, I'll give you a hint. The ignition is Magneto's. That just means it's old as shit. Yeah. Okay. I wonder what that might be. So thanks for
0: listening to this episode. Hopefully it was less off topic. Even last episode, I thought we had changed topics, but apparently oh, we had ah. not. Um, so that's on me. I Sorry. Saw, I know. I saw AD, a squirrel. ADD is a motherfucker. That's yeah, I me. saw a squirrel and I went for it. I like it. Um, mm. go check out the, uh, the old uh, podcast support group there. Um, that would be the complete off road and, uh, get some stuff from them. If you need anything for your rig, you know, the drill, Go to Crawler Off-Road if you need a trail-hated sticker or if you need a uh, any kind of recovery, off-road recovery stuff. Go check out Off-Road Anonymous for any of your fabrication needs and flight, M-O-R-R-F-L-A-T-E. If you need any kind of, um, if you need inflation deflation, you want me to shout out Rory? I don't know. I thought we did. Rad
1: designs, Mister Rad designs. I himself. never shout out Roy. I'm a dick. He's a nice fella. He is. I found out I can get to his house without ever leaving the highway. What do you mean? You oh, can drive from Illinois uh-huh. to his house, and I want to say Oregon. No, on one Washington. road, Washington. Okay, on one road on one road. If get I on
0: eighty and just go.
1: If I go on I ninety from my house, oh, uh-huh. it's a mile from my house, uh-huh. I drive twelve hundred miles. Really, I get off on one exit. I met I met Rory's house. Get out of here! It's super funny when I when I discovered that you can drive on one. Are you sure? Yes. I think you're. I feel like you're wrong. Hang on, I'll have it for you in about five more seconds. Five, four, three. There we
0: are. Let's see this. This going to be a straight line from Mangs to. Yep. I mean, get on I ninety and don't get off until you see Rory's house. I want to see the directions. Steps. We're going to read the steps real quick and then we're going to yeah,
1: start at Randall.
0: Start at Randall. Yeah. I okay. And they won't know my address. Turn left onto Randall and then jump on the I-90 ramp at Rockford. Merge onto I-90. Take exit 17 for 139 to 151 towards Bloomington. Oh, it changed it. Continue on U.S. 20. Merge onto, onto I-380. Continue on U.S. 20 West. Oh, it changed it then. There's a lot more directions than I thought there would be. Oh my God, where's the part where it says drive? Oh, here it is. I found it. Uh, merge onto I ninety. So you're merging back onto I ninety. You've gone a ways, and then drive 550 miles. <laughs> yep, <laughs> towards Billings, and then.
1: I wonder if oh, that's for some time. Oh, this savings. is fantastic.
0: Um, I won't give you the. I won't give you the uh, exit number. I won't give you any of the directions, but I'll tell you the distance. So you drive 550 miles towards Billings, and then you take an exit, go 0.3 miles, keep left of the fork and take, go hundred feet, uh, traffic circle, 200 feet, uh, exit circle, quarter mile, like 0.2 of a mile there. Um, turn onto a road, go 2.4 miles, 0.4 miles, quarter mile. You're there. So literally when you get off the interstate after driving 550 miles, you drive another three miles, let's say four and you're
1: there. Yeah. So one of these days I'm going to go, go say hi to Rory, do my own cannonball run. I thought that it would be a 200 gallons of than that. put, you know, 500 gallons. I of thought there'd be less the directions. There should be. Let me see it for one second. Why is it? Let me see. There should be an optional route where it's like get on I-90 and don't get off of I-90 until you see us. I mean, I think that's what it is. Oh, because I know because at
0: Rockford, I-90 turns into 20 and it stays 20. It stays I-20 until all the way across Iowa to Sioux City.
1: Ah. And then at Sioux
0: City, you take 29 up to 90. So that's why.
1: That's what's doing it.
0: Uh, And you can't. I see. You can't take 90 because 90 closed. That's the, that's why
1: uh, there's, there's yeah, a section of 90s under construction. What a revelation. So if you <laughs> take the other route, yeah, just a fun little snapple fact for you. Yeah. I can get to Rory's house on one road. Essentially. Yes. Essentially. Okay. It's not the most efficient way to do it, but it'll if do If you need it. a shifter, go check out rad designs. Yeah. Go see rad designs. Um, Okay. Thanks for joining us. And have you any last words? Hmm. You know, the other day I saw a thing that um, I was listening to the podcast on the way here and I heard that uh, Derek said there was a bunch of crap on the trail. Crap. There was like garbage all over Hammers. Okay. Um. Go pick up your stuff. Go pick up your stuff. I'm going to steal Derek's because that really pissed me off when I heard that he picked up two garbage cans worth of crap at Hammers. <sighs> not surprising yeah just irritates the hell yeah. out of me uh
0: and if you want to pick up somebody else's stuff you can go to badlands
1: 25th oh. 25th of march i don't know when this is going to come out uh, we might be past that
0: okay it might be depending if we launch it this week or if we if we do growies
1: and if we do growies then hopefully everybody had fun at the trail cleanup
0: Hey-o. <laughs> all right
1: then thanks for joining us and we'll
0: catch you on the trail That part's
1: over. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully that's all right. I have the attention span of a fucking squirrel these days. Now you're seven feet from the microphone again. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the trails.
0: Enjoy that ear. It wasn't bad. Yeah.